News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. And we have the inimitable Michael O'Sullivan from Unio on the, uh, on the line to do that with us. Hello, Mike. Joe, very good morning to you. Um, where are you talking to us from? Are you in Paris? Or are you in Switzerland? You're, you're all over the place these days. I'm, I'm, I'm in Paris this morning, but on, on the way to Cork. So, uh, yeah. Paris on the way to Cork. Okay, well, that could be a short journey. Um, Owen Burke Kennedy in the Irish Times is writing about the ECB rate decision that we were all talking about yesterday. Indeed, and this is um, yet another rate hike from the uh, the ECB. Um, and I think after the the, the rate hike, Christine Lagarde uh, commented commented that inflation was too high for too long. Um, and it looks like she now has her head down and wants to make uh, more rate hikes. And I think there's two things uh, worth drawing out here. And this is relevant, I think, to everyone in Ireland, savers uh, or borrowers. One, I think, is that the forecasting record of the ECB is very, very poor. Uh, they had told us last year inflation was transitory. Uh, the ECB president said that no European country would uh, fall into recession. And the, the headline numbers show that we are uh, encroaching into uh, recession. Uh, so that lack of forecasting power um, uh, as, as we, we push on into the second half of this year, I think is, is worrying, particularly with inflation beginning to ease off. I don't think inflation is dead at all. Uh, I think the other thing that is, is and, and we get lots of questions uh, at Unio on this, is, you know, are we in a recession? Uh, and it's a very difficult question to answer because the, the manufacturing sector worldwide is dipping into a contraction. Uh, lots of eclectic and funny indicators, such as the, uh, the usage of uh, cardboard boxes, uh, which is very good uh, indicator for, for freight and for trade. And very good uh, for Smurf, dropping of really quickly. Uh, I, I guess so, but it's a very good lead indicator for uh, for global trade, and that's dropping uh, at a rate we've only seen in previous recessions. However, the services sector uh, and the consumer sector in most economies is very, very strong. Um, and the worry then is that the, the big central banks like the ECB feel the need to really lean against this uh, and continue to make uh, rate hikes. My my worry at the at the back of all of this is that the ECB is repeating the mistake that Jean-Claude Trichet made uh, back in 2008-2009 when he raised uh, rates in, uh, in reaction to higher oil prices. And then had to slash them radically once it realised that uh, there was a, a full-fledged global re- recession going on. Um, Christine Lagarde hinted that uh, interest rates, as you say, are going to continue rising almost certainly even next month again. Um, any idea, any hint of where the top of the ladder is for her, do you think? Is it 4.5%? Is it 4.25%? So, Joe, my, my, my intuition is that the, the big central banks uh, this year will probably make uh, two more rate hikes. Um, and that that's probably true, I think, of the, the Fed as well. Uh, and that, that's, a, that's more hawkish uh, than what markets had forecasted. And I think we are in a very strange environment in terms of markets. Uh, interest rates uh, have gone up dramatically. Uh, stock markets, if you look at the, the headline indices in the States, are only 10% off their all-time highs, uh, driven, I think, in part by what, what is an emerging bubble in the uh, AI, in the, in the tech sector. So I think across economies and markets, there is a sense of... Uh, two very different realities. One, uh, a world of the, the real economy where, where liquidity is beginning to tighten. Uh, and then in some of the newer areas, 
um, tech and consumer-driven areas, uh, still very, very strong activity. Um, staying with inflation, I suppose, I see the Irish Examiner has a story blaming Beyonce for inflation in Sweden. It's a very curious story, and I think a lot of Irish people will uh, recognise and will have a bit of sympathy for this. So the story basically is that uh, uh, Swedish inflation is uh, very high. It's hitting 8.2% um, up from the previous month. And one of the factors that's contributed to this uh, are two Beyonce concerts uh, where uh, you've had an influx of about 80,000 uh, people uh, into Stockholm. Um, and I think, you know, in, in, in Dublin and Ireland, well, we've had uh, the Harry Styles concerts, we've had the Springsteen concerts, uh, people will, will recognise the effect of these events on the local economy. Uh, as we get into the summer in Ireland, hotel prices are going up. So, the you know, it, Sweden is another small open economy. It's very sensitive to, uh, I guess, to big events. Uh, and, and this is uh, writ large uh, uh, by the effect of the Beyonce concert on the Swedish inflation numbers. Uh, one one thing I think that, that ties Sweden to the ECB um, and maybe that makes it different to Ireland. Uh, the Swedish economy is really on, is on the ropes uh, because the, the central bank is having to tighten policy because inflation is very, very high. Unlike Ireland, um, Sweden didn't suffer uh, as badly um, in the, in the, in, in, during the uh, Eurozone uh, economic uh, crisis. And as a result of that, there's been more leverage, more debt built up uh, in the housing market. And the Swedish housing market in particular uh, has been uh, very weak. It's down, I think headline price is down 15% uh, this year already. Uh, so echoes of what happened to Ireland uh, in Sweden in terms of the uh, the housing market uh, and certainly inflation and Beyonce not making life uh, any easier for, for that. Indeed. Uh, and of course, Sweden is not in the euro, so it uh, can't get bailed out as easily by uh, exactly, exactly. its brothers and sisters within the single currency. Um, uh, the London Times has a story about O'Day asset management. It is falling apart. It is falling apart in, in a dramatic way. And, and again, there are parallels between uh, Crispin Odie, who is uh, certainly in the city of London, uh, a very well-known hedge fund manager. Uh, his hedge fund has been in business for about, I think, 20 years. Uh, and he's had periods of extreme underperformance and extreme outperformance. Uh, and it's very hard uh, not to think of Boris Johnson uh, as well, uh, Odie and Johnson, uh, have the same rambunctious uh, style, look a little bit alike. Both Ode, Brexiteers. Been one of his, both Brexiteers. Um, and Odie at one stage um, uh, employed Quasi Quarteng, who was the previous uh, Chancellor who blew up the gilt market. It's a very serious story because uh, some really great reporting by the FT has uncovered uh, a long period of um, sexual harassment uh, abuse uh, by uh, Odie, um, which he has, good, which he has denied, uh, but which uh, he has denied. But his company we, is falling apart. Say, um, since the story appeared, uh, all of the financial counterparties to the hedge fund have uh, effectively disengaged. Um, his partners in the business are now buying different parts of the business uh, from him. Uh, and I think there's, there's a couple of lessons uh, here. Now, he, he, uh, you know, one, I think, is, is the value of investigative 
uh, reporting. There's less uh, and less of that uh, across the media. The media seems to be more driven by uh, AI. Uh, and it's a journalist called Madison Marriage at the, the FT who's uh, put together a really detailed and quite powerful uh, article. Uh, and then the second thing, I think, is... Uh, Odie had been investigated by the uh, regulatory authorities um, the FCA. Uh, in the in the in in the UK. Uh, it's most likely that uh, many of his colleagues were aware of the allegations, and there have been uh, previous court cases. Uh, and again, like Boris Johnson, you just end up wor- uh, wondering. Why has it taken so long for this to uh, to come out? Yeah, indeed. Michael, thank you so much for joining us on this Friday morning. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Uh, that's Michael O'Sullivan from Unio and the author of The Levering, The Levering, uh, What Next for Global Globalization. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.